Hi, welcome to the Frank Cast Richard Podcast. This is, this podcast is completely a work of fiction. My name is Frank S. Richard. You can catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and more. You can follow us on Facebook. Just search the Frank S. Richard Podcast. Let's get into today's topic. Today's topic is going to be the supernatural. And our guest is Louis Spector. Now, Mr. Jimmy, what do you think about the supernatural? Well, if I had to, you know, guess, I'm not really a religious man or or whatever, but I will say I had an experience. Now, let me hear about this experience that you think you've had. Okay, so here I was. I was walking in the graveyard, okay? And Now, did you have shoes on in the graveyard? It seems like some nasty dirt. Yeah, I had boots. Oh, I, yeah, I had some boots on. Yeah, I had cowboy boots. Gotcha. All right. Okay, so I was walking in the graveyard, and I saw this tree. And the tree was waving at me. Like a wishy-washy. Yeah, like it was a wishy-washy, a flippity-flopper there. And uh, if you you had to guess, it was a ghost. So you think that the tree that was waving at you was a ghost the whole time? Actually, I know the ghost. So how do you know such things? This was my Aunt Gertrude. Your Aunt Gertrude? She's the only person that ever waved at me like that. So a tree waved a certain way, and you think it's your Aunt Gertrude that's waved you from the past of the dead? She came back as a ghost from the haven, and she came down to wave at me from a tree. So, let me get this straight. Your Aunt Gertrude came from the dead in the grave and waved you to a tree. Yes, sir. Well, how does that make you feel? Was you creepified? Was you getting the goose I was. I got the most goose, goose bumps I could have ever had. But I also was like, oh yeah, my anger to his back. So you were just happy that you wasn't deceased. Exactly. Oh, I understand. What about you, Frank? What you got? Well, we did. We lived down here in the southern state of Louisiana. Yeah, we sure So we did. got a lot of voodoo going on, right? Yeah, we got right? a Yeah. Have you ever seen a princess and the frog? Which one? The only one that I'm talking about. <laughs> well, I mean... Oh, you talking Disney? I'm talking Disney. I have. That was my favorite movie. So, that guy in that movie, right? He had a voodoo. Yeah, he had like... He was good at the voodoo too, huh? He He had had friends on the other side. He had dolls. He had spectators. He had a shadow. Well, I'm going to tell you. Down here in the south, in Louisiana, the voodoo of New Orleans, we turn into gooses, frogs. It might be the alcohol, but it's probably the magic. Yeah, I I can remember one time I drank some weird concoction and I thought I was, in fact, an iguana. Now, an iguana? That is a whole lizard species. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, I had a tail. I was green. Now, how big was the tail? Seven feet. Seven feet tail? That's a dragon. Well, you know, I will say this. I did breathe fire, and I had wings. 
So well, now we got to talk about what's this concoction that you drank that made you feel all loosey goosey. Okay. If I. Okay, you cannot tell nobody this. Because his name, I cannot say his name. I won't say a word. So, but you are on a podcast, remember. Okay, so it's nothing that bad. I just, I might go to prison if I say it out Well, loud. that's pretty bad, Mr. Jimmy. Okay, I'll give you the nickname. It's safe. The nickname was Dragon Potion. Mm. But in the description, it said Iguana. So, we talking about some like Emperor's New Groove turning to an animal kind of potion. I guess so, yeah. So, whenever you was an iguana, in your fantasy, right? Right. What did you do? Did you wibbly-wobbly all over the floor? I was in the desert. So, you were in the desert the whole time. I was. So, I got but, a question. But, but to, before your question, it was on a move say it. Well, here's my question. Okay, go ahead. If you was in the desert and you're stranded there all by your damn self. Yeah. I think I've asked this to you before, but this time you're an iguana. Go ahead. What kind of pineapple flavor would you have? Well, I'd have the spina kind. What you mean? Well, I'd just eat the pineapple as it is. Also, you know, with some liquor. With some, huh? Liquor. With a little bit of liquor. With a little bit of liquor. I know you like the liquor. You like to drink it down. You like to put it in your throat. Well, that's true. So we drink our pineapples with a little bit of vodka, right? I was thinking Jack Daniels. <laughs> Jack Daniel pineapple flavor. Oh, man. You, you don't know smack until you had cactus pineapple jack. Cactus Pineapple Jack. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a delicacy. Well, here's the thing. If you ever have Pineapple Cactus Jack, remove the pants. What do you mean? I'm talking about the bristles. So you you used to eat the bristles with the whole bristles? You're supposed to shave them off, Mr. Jimmy. Well, I know that now. Was they in your poop? I'm going to tell you this now, Frank. I was inside of that there latrine for about seven hours. Latrine? You ain't got a functioning plumbing toilet. Well, I Well, no, I don't. So let me get this straight. Hold on. So you drank some, what was it, Jack Pineapple what? Jack Cactus. Jack Cactus Pineapple. And that makes me feel a little goofy and then you had to poop all day. Yeah. Well, that sounds pretty exciting. I'm going to say it was the best day of my life. I don't... <laughs> Let's get back to the uh, ghost. Oh, I got a story. You're sto making me chuckle. I got a story. Oh, all right. So, here's the story. I was watching a movie when I was younger. And I swear I saw some spirits... Some spooky scares. Something grabbed my foot, Mr. Frank. Grabbed your whole foot? Yeah, I swear. I felt so cold in my left foot. 
So your whole left foot felt cold, and then you felt a little chill go hold down your whole body and gave you Lagusa lip bumps. Yeah. And then when I was leaving, I saw a dog. Oh, a dog. And the dog, it spelled something with its pay. Oh, what did it spell? It said, I am him. So the dog peed on the ground and it spelled out I am him and that didn't make you spooky scary. Yeah, and then after that, the dog disappeared. So now the dog is gone. He disappeared after. Yeah, he said I am him and he said, then disappeared. Now, explain to us how he spelled I am him. All right, so so the dog pissed an I, space, M. So an I. He, he put a line in the dirt and then something that looked like an M, right? Yeah, and then, right. and then an arrow to a trash can. Well, that's just a trash can, is it, Jimmy? That All right. no sense. Here's the backstory. Sounds like he's saying I am trash. My Uncle Steve used to throw trash in that same trash can. So, whoa. Your Uncle Steve threw trash in a trash can. Exactly. So, you think it means a message because of the trash can that your Steve put trash in, right? Yeah, my Uncle Steve. Well, that's pretty spooky scary. He was the dog, Frank. Now when, to, did, now, when did your uncle die? All right. First of all, he had the same haircut, okay? And second of all, he died like, let's see. I was like, I think I was like 19 when he passed. 19 years old. Exactly. Well, he was pretty old then. Well... When it was the next year, I saw this movie. Okay. And there's a dog in the movie. It looked just like my Uncle Steve. So, now, did your Uncle Steve have long hair, or was the dog's ears just a little flappy? Both, Frank. So, both of them? Exactly. He had long hair and flopper ears. Oh, my God. I don't know. That sounds like a revelation if I ever heard one, Mr. Jimmy. Exactly. That was Uncle Miles. So the dog peed on the ground. That's how we must have came to this conclusion. Exactly. So, to recap, ghost are real because a dog peed on the ground pointing at a trash can. And that, that that's what ties everything together, right? Also, my anger trude in the tree. Oh, the anger. Oh, I forgot. I'm sorry, Mr. Jimmy. I forgot about the anger trude. She waved so much like that tree. She waved like in the breezily breeze. Exactly. So whenever the wind hit your hair a certain way, it made you go wish and watch it. Yeah. Well, that's pretty fascinating. Can I tell you one of my ghost stories? Go ahead, Frank. So... Back when I was a young lad, like maybe about 16, 17. Okay. I was walking down the street. The street? The street with a K. Okay. When I was walking down the street, there was some bubble gum on my boot. On, on your boat? On my boot. You know I don't wear tennis shoes, right? Oh, right. Your boat. So there was some boat. gum on my boot. Oh. And then I stepped three times, and then when I looked at the boot, the dirt on the on the gum said hello. It said hello. 
It must have been my long lost great great grandfather. Your great great grandpa. The one that actually started the business is why I'm so wealthy. He was telling me, time to move on. Time to get another business. What exactly was the business? Well, it said podcast. So I started making a podcast. So that's why you started. Now everything connects. That is a secret story I never wanted to tell nobody. Well, it's a good thing you said it, because I believe you. That was your great-great-grandpa. Great-great-great-grandpa. Great-great-great-grandpa. Yes. What's his name? Louis R. Rich. And that is all that we should talk about. We got to get our guest in the room. You got one more story you want to tell before we do so? No, I think I sold everything. All right, let me go get our guest. We'll be back in about two seconds. All right, welcome back, everybody, to the podcast. I thought I'd start off this time because Frank normally hogs the mic. I do not. Um, I think you do. Anyway, we are here to introduce our guest. Well, let me tell you a little bit about our guest. We found him over there at a college, and he uh, he was doing a little research on ghost matters. We thought he would be a good person to bring in. Is that he what? might know? He he actually hunts ghosts. Is his job. Let me go ahead and introduce him. His name is on this paper, Louis Specter. Oh yeah. Now, Mr. Spectre, how you doing today? Well, I was having a pretty good day, and so far, I'm being haunted right now. So you say you're being haunted. It must be by a ghost or a spooky scary. Well, if it is anything, it's probably my cousin, Patrick. Patrick. Exactly. He used to do these weird things. Well, I guess we're going to find out about Patrick a little bit later. The only thing I could tell you is that he used to do these weird pranks where he would, like, touch you in your shoulder. My shoulder. And disappear. And then he wasn't there no more. Exactly. Now, Mr. Lewis, have you heard of such phenomenon going on in your studies? (laughs) Well... There's different kinds of phenomenon, but there's a saying that we have is that in the ghost community, anything can happen. So you're saying anything and everything can happen all the time. Mr. Jimmy, we can attest to that, correct? I can tell you now. My cousin Patrick did the same thing. Well, here's the story, okay? So he got a guitar. And he smashed it on the ground. And the next thing you know it, he disappeared. And before you, before I tell you this, brace yourself. He pooped his pants. Now, how many deprecations did it take? At least 20. Well, hold on, Mr. Lewis. Have you ever heard of a ghost defecating himself? I'm pretty sure Mr. Jimmy's making this up. 
people constantly misunderstand defecation with ghosts for ectoplasm. Ectoplasm is just a ooze that they leave behind because their bodies constantly decaying. So what you're saying is that the bottom is decaying and that's where ectoplasm come from, correct? Uh, absolutely. But since the body isn't really real, it's an ever long going of ectoplasm. So it really never run out. Alright, I got a question for you. So, my cousin Patrick used to do this all the time. He'd always drop his soda pop, and it was like blue. Was this ectoplasm blue? I just got to know. Uh, ectoplasm doesn't have a color. It is actually, in a sense, non-existent. It lives on a third plane, and you just feel it. You know, whenever you feel somebody slimy on your hands, you can't see it. It's probably because a ghost just rubs himself on you. So a ghost rubs himself on you, then you get an extra color on your skin, correct? Absolutely. And the great thing to get it out is actually Dawn soap. It gets all the ectoplasm out right away. Oh, yeah? And so the story that I have to tell about that is that one time I was at a hospital. A haunted hospital, that is. Because, you know, I'm a ghost hunter. And we were looking for this ghost named Julio. And Julio just loves to touch people. It's like almost like a ghost dog, but as a person. A ghost dog. So I had to use probably 13 gallons of Dawn soap just to keep clean from him. Which is fun enough, it's the same uh, person that is haunting me right now. A ghost dog. That sounds a little bit suspicious. He said, boy, what did he say, 17 gallons? I think so. So, you use 17 guys to clear up some ghost dog goop? Um, I think it's ectoplasm. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, ectoplasm. Exactly. Well, alright, uh, do you got any other stories for us? Like some mysteries or like some sort of like example of something? Well, I wanted to get a little bit about my background to you. So, I started off actually being a Bigfoot hunter. And so, I lived a lot in Wisconsin, uh, Colorado, and Canada looking for Bigfoot. Then I realized I was just crazy because Bigfoot doesn't exist. So, I decided to pursue something more real, ghost. And so, whenever I go out hunting for ghosts, I bring the top of the equipment and... I actually became certified through www.iamaghostscientist.com and I am actually a scientist, not just a ghost hunter. And so my first actual case was out in New London, Wisconsin. So long ago, it's hard to remember. It was almost like four months ago. And so New London, Wisconsin, I actually had a case in this haunted mental asylum um this made all these kind of weird noises and and so i went in there with all the top of the line equipment and i was just looking and we tracked down a person or a ghost and oh we thought we had it was a ghost end up being just a patient that's been there for a while named linda and linda actually is my personal Conjurer. 
So your personal conjurer. Did I hear that right? Uh, yes, and since my first uh, ghost quest didn't work out, I thought that the great idea to use my help of my newfound friend to conjure my own ghost. But it backfired on me. Now when you say backfired, was it like something that made you feel and lose your career? Or was it something like you got somebody following you everywhere you go? Well, it's got to be one or the other. Either way, it's got to be kind of like what I've experienced, like the waving tree or the dog pain. I gotta know. What is it? Tell me. Well, Mr. Jimmy, what do you think about his situation? Do you think he's full of the Crocs butter? Or do you think he's actually got some toast with it? Well... If anything, I believe him. I've seen both of my uncle, Steve, and my Aunt Gertrude. Aunt Gertrude waved to me to the tree, and my uncle Steve was in the trash can. In the trash can, I do remember. And then the tree waved, and that's where you felt all good inside. Yeah, exactly. So you think this guy's got enough butter in his grits, is what you're saying? Yes, exactly. Well, let's, let's see what he's got to say. So, Mr. Lewis, can you get us a ghost in the studio today? Well, Mr. Richard, I don't think we have a choice. He's here. <laughs> Where have y'all summoned me to? Where is this place? And why am I here? Well, this is the Frank S. Richard Podcast. Now, we down here from New Orleans don't think we never seen nothing spooky like you. Now, I got to ask, uh, what's your name? And have you seen my Aunt Gertrude or my Uncle Steve? My name is Barnabas. How dare you ask me such intimate questions? I know no Aunt Gertrude or any of your relatives never ask me any such thing again. Uh, I don't think we're safe, guys. Well, Mr. Demon, I ask all my guests, what color is your toothbrush? How dare you ask me such questions? Down here in hell, we do not brush our teeth. So, y'all don't brush y'all's teeth. I I mean, I understand it's hell, but at least have a little hygiene. Am I right? Our teeth are just always pretty. Stop asking questions that make no sense. Well, Mr. Barnabas, sir, why are you haunting me? You thought you were my target. I've been after Jimmy Jenkins this whole time. He has summoned me to do the stupidest things, like cleaning his septic tank and drink his beer with him. He is lonely, and I despise him. I am here for my revenge. Oh, well, if this has nothing to do with me, I'm out of here. Bye, guys. Well, I guess there goes our ghost hunter. He must have been diddly-dallying along. Now we're stuck with this ghost, Mr. Jimmy. 
Well, it's not my fault. I thought I would get another buddy. My buddy Richard is... You have betrayed me. You made me pluck your garden and till your crawfish. I am not in the mood to ever speak to you again. You will never get rid of me, Mr. Jimmy. I will find your family and I will destroy them. You will never get away from my wrath. I will find the end of your bloodline and I will burn it to the ground. You have betrayed me for the last time. Now, Mr. Barnabas, I don't think it's that polite to be rude. I do think that he is being a little bit assumptuous. Uh, He's being a little bit rude. What? I mean, I did get him out of hell to spend some time on Earth. And I appreciate that. Right. No, that I sounds appreciate like that. a good thing to me. I mean, I Thank thought you. it was. Oh. Sounds like you were just looking for a friend. Yeah, I just wanted a friend we I could just hang out with since my buddy Richard's out of town. Oh. Yeah, and then Barnabas. What's his name? Barnabas? Barnabas. Barnabas. Yeah, I just thought he'd want a friend, is all. We are friends. I thought we, we've been through a lot. You just made me mad. Because you took my last life. Not a butter. And that wasn't very nice. Now, I thought we split that there, nutter butter. No, I know it's a good nutter butter. And you're acting pretty rude about it. I mean,. You are acting pretty rude. You're acting like this is your show. You're not. not my show. It is your show. I want you to try to just come on here and take over your show. That's my fault. Oh, I'm just coming. The guy's selling me. It's not my fault, man. Well, I guess I can forgive you. It was, I guess it was my fault for summoning you. I just wanted a buddy to drink a beer with, that's all. And that's what I thought we was. I thought we was buddies. I just had to haunt you because you took that other half of that Well, how about this? I'll go up to the store and I'll give you a whole bag of nutty butters. How's that sound there, Barnabas? Oh, you wouldn't do that. That's awesome. Well, I guess I finally get to talk this time. That's very nice. So, uh, have y'all gotten over y'all's problem? I think so. I I find Barnabas a very nice looking spirit. Yeah, yeah. He's really a good guy too. I'm sorry. I was just rude the whole time. I didn't mean to be that way. Sorry. Well, that was kind of crazy. What do you think? Yeah, it, I think that's going to be the last of me summoning dame. I mean, ghosts. Well, you summon something, it is still in the room, but it's okay. He won't get mad. Well, he'll be all right. Well, I think me and uh, Barnabas, I think we're good pals now. I think y'all might have made it work. I think so. The worst thing that could happen is that he comes back and then y'all just drink some bills or something. Probably so. It sounds like a good time to me. What do you think? Well, come over to the tent and we'll all three will have some. Good old-fashioned drinking. How's that sound? Oh, that sounds like a really bad time. I'm not going to be there. Sounds like nowhere I want to go. Come on. I, come on. It's going to be a great night. What do you say? 
Well, alright, hold on. Yes, let's wait for this uh, commercial break. And it will be done. Thank you. Thank y'all for listening to the podcast. If you liked it, share it with your friends and family. Remember to like us on the Frank S. Richard podcast page on Facebook. This has been a Tarver Time Productions. Oh, what am I reading? Oh, okay. Frank S. Richard just played by Jake Tarver. Jimmy Jenkins is played by Andrew Curtis. Guest, Louis Spector is played by Zach Baker. Barnabas is played by himself. No one controls Barnabas. Y'all like and subscribe. Have a good rest of y'all's day.